You're listening to the Mouthy Work From Home Redhead with your host, Jessica Pearson. She's an entrepreneur, PCOS warrior, and top income earner worldwide in network marketing. And she's got a lot to say. You ready? Let's go. Hello and happy Thursday. I don't know if Thursday's a happy day, but I'm going to make it a happy day today because this past week has been a little bit, uh, should I say, disappointing, upsetting, crushing. It's, it's, it's been not so great. Um, if you hear a weird noise in the background, it's because my dog is snoring and I am not about to wake her precious little baby self up. So, um, I'm going to keep letting her snore away and I'm not going to care about that. This doesn't sound proper. (laughs) So just deal with it. Um, all right. So, uh, it's going to be a short one because it's not about England. Well, uh, actually it kind of is. It could be, well, it will be. Um, so (laughs) You know what I love about my podcast is that I don't plan anything, just like my life. I don't. This, if you know me, this is me. This is what I do. Um, when it comes to Facebook Live videos, when it comes to posts, when it comes to anything that I do in my lifetime, I don't plan a single thing. I think the only thing I planned in my life was my wedding, and that was, which is funny because. <laughs> Because I had a wedding planner and I planned everything um, until I needed her. And she was like, you're the first bride that actually booked all of the people, the venue, the caterer, the everything before I even came along. So this is interesting. Um, But she was lovely and I absolutely adored her and she did help out. I can't even tell you how much. So anyway, yeah, bottom line is that I don't plan anything. And the only thing I really did was plan my wedding. <laughs> and so when you hear me do a podcast episode or a Facebook Live or anything else, it is legitimately because I just sat down and I was like, oh, let's talk today. <laughs> that's, that's literally how it happens. So um, I don't write things down. I don't, I am so messy, unorganized. My head is all over the place. So that's just, that's just how I work best, I guess. So Anyway, what I wanted to make really short has now become pretty long. Um, Okay, so what I wanted to talk about really quickly, because I love talking about my bitchy ovaries, and I do need to give an update for people that actually give a shit, um, is that I am not pregnant. I did two cycles. um, Okay, let me go back. If you have no idea what the hell I'm talking about, let me just refresh really fast. I, my husband and I have been trying to get pregnant, um, since we got married, which is almost three years ago. So that's a long ass time to not be pregnant. Um, I have PCOS, so I don't ovulate. I didn't know that, um, because I didn't realize that's how PCOS affects fertility, And oddly enough, with every doctor I have seen, they couldn't tell me that either, which, (laughs) which just goes to show, um, that if you didn't know, I tell you right now, I could write a book on fertility and PCOS. It's unreal how much I know. I actually have gone to doctor's offices where I have told them what I needed and they were like, oh yeah, you know what? You're right. I've literally had doctors tell me, oh, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, let's do this. What am I paying you for? Do you know what I mean? So anyway, 
Um, I have PCOS. We've been trying to conceive for almost three years now. And um, it's been a nightmare for me. (laughs) My husband's really, really positive. But it's been a nightmare for me because in those two and a half years, um, only in the last few months after seeing doctor after doctor after specialist after specialist, was I told that I did not ovulate on my own. Um, it was only until I found this doctor where he was like, yeah, you do not ovulate. Now, that's a problem when you're trying to get pregnant. <laughs> you need to drop your egg, right? So um, I try and make humor out of this, you guys, because at the end of the day, I want to put my fist through a wall and just like, <laughs> just like hang myself sometimes. But if I add humor to the situation, it just makes me feel better. So for that second, then the next hour, I'm like ready to kill somebody. So anyway, um, I found out I don't ovulate. So the last two and a half, well, I would say the last two years then, um, this entire time I thought, okay, well, we're timing everything right. Everything is good. Why, why am I not pregnant yet? What is going on? Um, my husband's absolutely fine. Everything is perfect there. Of course, forces me. And, um, so I was like, what the hell's going on? So for the last two years, it's been one thing after another, because in my mind, I thought, oh my God, it's just never working. It's never happening. But meanwhile, for the last two years, I haven't ovulated. So nobody told me this. (laughs) Nobody told me this. Um, and the amount of, I can't even tell you, I, I could probably pay for my future child's college tuition with the amount of money I've spent to not be told the right things. So, um, and that's just up until now, <laughs> just wait, just wait until we have to spend more for even trying to have this child. So, and future children, hopefully I don't just stop at one, but at this point I'll, I'm happy with one. Um, so I would say about six months ago, actually, yeah, I went to this new doctor right after my birthday. Um, it was literally the day after because he told me all about my eggs, <laughs> about how, okay, well, yesterday was your birthday. So this means blah, 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 as far as my egg, um, uh, the amount of eggs that are left and all those things. Okay. So long story short, um, it was only until a few months ago that we started to try and get me to ovulate. Okay. So we tried, um, Clomid if you have done fertility stuff. Or if you have had issues conceiving, then I guarantee you your gyno or your specialist immediately hit you straight up with the Clomid. Clomid did absolutely nothing for me. I did it for a few months. Um, my body actually hated it and I did not ovulate. So that was fun. Um, so that was another few months wasted. And then I fell into this doctor and he immediately, he's amazing by the way. He's one of the best in the country. Um, if you don't, if you're in Florida, his name is Dr. Loy. He's just incredible. He sat with me for over an hour when I first met with him. Um, and then actually another meeting after that. And he just, I, he just knows what he's talking about. And for once I felt like, okay, I finally have somebody that's amazing. So, um, he put me immediately on Femara or Femara. I don't know how you say it. Um, the other word for it is letrozole. So he put me on that. It's basically similar to Clomid. It um, grows your follicles to where once they are big enough, then hopefully you ovulate. So we didn't try and grow my follicles. Um, 
and then see if I ovulated on my own. What we did was grow them, and then immediately I did a trigger shot to force the ovulation. Hold on, I'm just going to take a sip of my coffee because I swear in my life, you never realize how I had no interest in, in medical things in my lifetime. I can't stand the sight of blood. I could care less about medical charts and, and bodies and whatever else. But I am not joking when I say that I sometimes go to my nurses and tell them things that they're like, how did you know that? Well, because I am now obsessed with this. I, it is literally, it consumes my life 24-7. And if you do not have issues conceiving a child, and if you if you were one of those lucky bitches that just, hey, it happens. Um, and I know so many of them. And while I love them, it still tortures my life that that happens so much for people. You are so lucky. Not that you have a child. That's lucky in itself. But you are so lucky to not have to go and have to research and and find out all of the things that I've had to find out. And then the amount of money that has to be spent. Thank God for it works. Um, because... They literally have been pay, paying my paychecks from at works have paid for every fertility thing. It's just amazing. Um, but you are so lucky to to not have to have this consume your life. Um, it is literally a twenty four hour seven day a week thing for me. Even in England, it was still on my mind because <laughs> which we're gonna get to. Um, I ended up ovulating in England. Uh, of all places, which was hilarious, um, right around Dan's birthday, even funnier. So anyway, okay. So the last two cycles, they did the femera. It grew my follicles. It finally worked. Clomid did nothing. Femera worked for me. My body loves femera. So it worked. It grew my follicles. Holy crap. I finally saw an actual big follicle on the ultrasound scan. I've never seen that in my life. They've always been tiny little follicles because of the PCOS. So I was just blown away. I was absolutely blown away. So that was the first cycle. I did the trigger shot. I did ovulate, um, did not get pregnant. Second cycle, Femera grew them even bigger actually. Uh, Did the trigger shot, ovulated, worked like clockwork, did not get pregnant. Um, I found out during this because I temp with a device called OvuSense. If you have PCOS, you need to get this device ASAP. I don't care if you think it's expensive. I will tell you right now, the amount of money that you spend on OPKs every single month to only find out that you may or may not be ovulating is way more at the end of the year when you're not pregnant and you're still frustrated than what you would spend on this one little device. I promise you it's called OvuSense. Go to the website. I'm not getting paid for it. OvuSense.com, O V U. S-E-N-S-E.com. Sorry, I just blanked. So, all right. So, um, looking at my charts, my sense, it's amazing. Um, it, it told me, thankfully, that I have a super long luteal phase, which a lot of people just have like 12-day luteal phase. Mine is about 16 days, which is incredible. Um, because with PCOS, a very, very big problem is that there's a progesterone issue, which causes a shorter luteal phase. Do you see how smart I sound? I swear to God, you guys, when I talk to people about this, they look at me like, what? Like, yeah, 
because they don't they don't know like i have been doing this for two and a half years and it's just i know so much and on one hand i feel pretty damn cool that i'm like wow i'm actually interested in something <laughs> something that's not creative but more so scientific and and biological and things like that which i've never i don't care about that stuff i like i said um so on one hand i think it's really cool that i've kind of you know, remembered all these things and it's just ingrained in my head now. Um, but on the other hand, I hate that I know all this stuff because if it was easy for me, I wouldn't have to know all this stuff and I wouldn't be doing a podcast episode where I'm literally schooling people on fertility right now. It's insane. So although I'm sure my doctor would be well impressed with everything that I'm saying right now. So, okay. So I, um, where was I? Okay. So I did the trigger shot. Okay. So my luteal phase, um, is, actually really long naturally which is incredible um because it's a really good indication of being able to sustain a pregnancy a lot of times with pcos one of the biggest things like i said is low progesterone issues and what happens is um when your progesterone drops the luteal phase drops right so um you have a shorter luteal phase your period comes quicker and that's a problem for maintaining a pregnancy, which is why a lot of people with PCOS have miscarriages because they don't have a longer luteal phase. It can easily be fixed, um, uh, not cured or anything, but it can be fixed with um, supplements for, for the progesterone to lengthen your luteal phase. So that way, if you are pregnant and you have a short luteal phase and you don't want to have a miscarriage, um, then your doctors will put you on that, which if you're listening, you might be one of those people that has had that. So I have tons of friends that have had to be put on progesterone just to extend their phases. So I end up, ended up having a long one naturally. So that's one thing that my body's doing good. Um, so, okay. So we went to, to England. Okay. A few weeks ago and we were there for a few weeks and, um, I took my Femera and because of the timing of when I would have been ovulating um, and then also traveling, I would have needed to take the trigger shot needle with me on the flight. Um, and it's really important to have it cold. Um, as soon as I get it, I put it in the fridge with ice packs, all those things. That's what you're supposed to do. And putting it on an overnight flight for eight hours to England, plus then a two hour drive to, a, I mean, it just wouldn't have worked. It would have been way too long. Um, and I would have risked spending the money on that trigger shot and ending up with it being bad or whatever, you know? So I didn't do the trigger shot for this last cycle only a few weeks ago. Um, I said, you know what? The cycle before this, the Femera grew my follicles big enough and I was wondering, because I researched enough, um, I was wondering if I didn't do the trigger shot, if because they were finally big, if I would have ovulated on my own. Um, but I wouldn't have known that, that cycle, because I did the trigger before I could find out. So this cycle, I said, okay, um, or excuse me, this last cycle, I said, okay, I'm not doing the trigger shot. I'm going to see if the Femera works and if it does ovulate, if it makes me ovulate on my own. So we get to England, everything's good. Um, and I start getting sim symptoms and signs that I'm going to ovulate. My temp is starting to do the typical temp pattern that I've become used to now. Um, and I end up ovulating in England and it just, I was hysterical. It was amazing. I was so, so happy. Everything was good. Okay. 
perfect, 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 right around Dan's birthday, which was just amazing. In England, just perfect timing. It just could not have worked out better. So for the last two weeks, they call it the two-week wait. If you never had to go through a two-week wait, just count yourself very lucky because it is the worst thing in the world having to live your life every two weeks um, based on it. It's just, there's so much involved with fertility issues and trying to get pregnant that people don't even realize. They're like, oh, you just go straight to IVF, you know? And that's a lot of people do that, right? But there's so much more involved that you can't even begin to imagine unless you've gone through it. Um, it's just, like I said, when I told you that it's life-consuming on a daily basis, I'm not joking. So um, I can't even tell you how many times Dan has looked at me and I've had a pregnancy test in my hand and I'm holding up to light and I'm angling it and I'm taking photos to try and, and I mean, it's a daily thing to the point where he's like, you're obsessed. You need to stop now. Like, so not only are you having issues getting pregnant, but then you're fighting because you're trying to find out if you're pregnant. It's again, I am beyond jealous of people that don't have to go through this, but I'm also in a way, um, I guess thankful that I am because I just feel like when I do get pregnant, it's just going to be that much better for me. I don't know. I don't know. And when I do have that baby and all those things, but I don't feel that way right now because I don't have the baby yet. So, so right now I just want to kill people. Like that's legitimately how you feel. I know a lot of people feel like crap and they say like, oh, I don't, no, no, that's not true. Look, I'm going to be straight up with you. When I hear somebody's pregnant, I want to fucking like just smack them like seriously. And it's the worst feeling in the world to, to feel that way in that moment of an announcement from somebody that you care about, but you can't help it. You absolutely can't help it. So, um, all right, I can go into this forever. So anyway, um, what, what's going on? What's going on? Okay. So, so. I ovulated in England the last week and a half, two weeks, actually. Um, my chart was incredible. It had every single thing that a chart should have. I mean, it was so different and looked a thousand times better than my last two charts with the trigger. I was 110% convinced I was pregnant. On the 12th, the day before Mother's Day, this past Mother's Day, only a few days ago, um, I had a false positive on a pregnancy test. I didn't know it was a false positive until Mother's Day, which was hands down the worst day of my life, but I'm not going to get into that. Um, so on the 12th, the day before Mother's Day, I was running around the house privately, <laughs> screaming to myself that I was pregnant because it, I saw a line. I 1000% saw a line. My little sister saw a line. She was the only person I told. Um, and we were so excited. And then on Mother's Day, I was expecting to see a darker line. And there was no line there. So I took, I can't even tell you how many tests. I don't even know at this point. Um, that day. And then the next day. And, then, and there was just, I knew on Mother's Day. It was just a false positive on a test, which happens. It's not super common, but it happens. <laughs> of course, it would happen to me um, on Mother's Day of all days. It was, you guys, it was, a hunt. I mean, 
I can't even, I can't even talk about it because I'm going to just get hysterical crying again. It was the worst day of my life. Like, I don't ever want a Mother's Day. In the history of Mother's Days and the future of Mother's Days in my life, I don't ever want a Mother's Day like this one that just passed. It was, it was excruciating to think that you were pregnant. Finally, finally. Um, all of the signs were there. I had symptoms that I've never had before. Everything was there. Um, and then literally on Mother's Day to find out, just kidding, <laughs> literally just kidding. So it was, it was heartbreaking. So I've been dealing with that the last few days. I wasn't online on Mother's Day um, just because I needed to unplug anyway. Because every time I go online on Mother's Day, I just see so much. It just, it's overwhelming for me. It's, just, it's too much. So um, I unplugged. And I haven't really posted uh, in the last couple of days because I've just been getting over this false positive. Like, like, are you kidding me right now? So anyway, um, we decided after the three rounds of, well, the Femera with the trigger shot, even though last one wasn't a trigger shot and I did ovulate, we decided that we would go straight to IUI for this next cycle. So I spoke with the nurses this morning um, I should be starting my next cycle today or tomorrow, and then we're going to go straight to IUI. Um, if you do, <laughs> to, to make it funny and keep it short with that, if you don't know what IUI is, it's not IVF. It is the turkey baster that people like to say, um, where basically, well, it's a turkey baster type of thing. <laughs> it's not, but that's basically what they're doing. So we'll see if that works. And we've decided that if that doesn't work, because we're only going to do one round of that because I don't want to waste any time, um, we're going to go straight to the a form of IVF that is better for PCOS. So I need everybody to cross their fingers <laughs> that is IUI works because I am not in the mood to be spending another $10,000 plus on God only knows what I'll need. So... All right, so that's it. There's the update. I am not pregnant. Um, but on the plus side, I do have a super long luteal phase, which means I will more than likely um, have a better shot at sustaining a pregnancy once I am pregnant, which is fantastic to know. Um, and I did ovulate just with the Femera, no trigger shot. So, so you guys, I didn't even need that trigger shot and have to go through all that pain <laughs> those two cycles. If you saw my live video, then you know what I'm talking about. Although the second time that we did it, it didn't hurt uh, like the first. Because I think the first time Dan was angling it wrong and it was painful. Um, but the second time was fine. So anyway, that's it. I just wanted to give an update. I said it was going to be a quick update. Let's see how long. I haven't even looked at my phone. It is 22 minutes. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, all right. Well, I'm going to go. And uh, that's all the news on my bitchy little ovaries. And uh, although I will say they weren't so bitchy this last cycle since they decided to work. But all that's well and good. But I need a baby out of it. So anyway, I will talk to you guys later. I hope you're having a great day. And I hope you had a great Mother's Day. Have a good one.